Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by one person, but I think you'll like who it is. It's Liza. Yay! So it's just two of us tonight. You might have heard on another show or seen on the Facebook page, Adam's grandma passed away, and so he's taken a little bit of time off, and it's Saturday night. And everyone else is busy. So we wanted to <laughs> knock out some shows to make sure you guys have some shows. And I think because it's November 2nd, and for us, that means it's Christmas time, we thought we would do a holiday show. Yes, I'm about to get my tree out. Are you really? Heck yeah. I'm kind of late. Might as well. <laughs> You're kind of late. <laughs> it's supposed to be on the first. <laughs> I know, right? I, I don't understand the people who, like, okay. I love it until December 26th. Then I want everything down. But I really want to enjoy it for as long as possible before then. Mm, I keep mine until January 2nd. Well, I'm not saying I take it down on the 26th. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm sick of it by then, you know. I mean, I think the kids would kind of not be happy if I waited. If I, I mean, if I, like, did it on the day after Christmas. Also, I'm too lazy. I'm still, I've still it's got a turkey lot of that work. Day. Yeah. So one of the best places to go for Christmas, I think anyone will agree, is Disney World, right? Oh, Disney is the best at Christmas. I love Christmas at Disney. It's, it is it is extraordinary. And I think one of the things you might have noticed if you followed anything Disney on social media is that when the last Halloween party ends, they start taking down all the decorations and putting up Christmas. And so probably maybe by tomorrow we should start seeing – I haven't seen any pictures yet of this year's Christmas, but I'm thinking we're going to see them tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's common. They're going to start doing it. They already started putting out Christmas merchandise before Halloween even began. Oh, I know. I saw some of it. It was really cute this year. I love how Disney in the last couple years has been doing a lot of retro kind of merchandise. Mm-hmm. So that's been really fun. So you can celebrate Christmas in all four parks, but you can also celebrate them in the resorts. So let's talk a little bit about resort hopping, and then we'll go into the parks and tell you what you'll find in the parks. First of all, Every resort is going to be decorated and the theme will be, the the decorations will be in line with the theme of that resort. So if you go to Grand Floridian, it's kind of Victorian and kind of more feminine. If you go to Animal Kingdom Lodge, it's keeping in with the things you would already find in Animal Kingdom Lodge, but with sort of a holiday twist on that. What is your personal favorite holiday decorations at Christmas in the resorts. The thing that everybody wants to see in any resort is the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian. Yeah. I have made the pilgrimage myself many times to go and see the gingerbread house. And it is really cute, but there's something about walking in and smelling that gingerbread and seeing a larger than life thing. And, And then the tree there is just... I mean, you're looking up for days. It's just crazy. It is amazing. And that won't be up right away. Usually the gingerbread house is going to take a couple weeks to put up. It's sort of fun if you're there. Like if you're there right now to the middle of the month, if you just go there and you're going to see them building it, it takes them a very long time. It's real gingerbread, real chocolate Santas and, you know, uh, marzipan and different figurines made it's all edible not that you'd want to but it is edible and um 
it makes the place, like you said, smell great, but it takes a while. Usually that gingerbread house should be up as well as the tree right before Thanksgiving. Mm. So that yeah. kind of varies from year to year. So that's, that's spectacular. Um, if you go over to beach club and I know you love that resort, yes, I do. they have the, the merry-go-round there and that's chocolate, right? Yes. I believe it is like a, a different chocolates, like a white chocolate and a regular yeah, milk chocolate. Yeah. yeah. They paint it. And that's really impressive too. Cause it's pretty big. It is. It's really big and everybody loves that. And then interestingly, you know, they've done different things every year at Yacht Club, but I noticed last year what they did was they did like a whole like like a whole train and they had like little villages and Aww. that was really fun. I loved that. I love that kind of thing. Um, if we go back on the monorail, I think the least theme is probably the Polynesian. It's It's got a big tree, but it's not quite the impact of the Grand Floridian with the gingerbread house. And then if you head over to the contemporary, you're going to see a very, on the second, well, it's the fourth floor, the main uh, concourse, um, you will see a very large gingerbread sort of display. And usually it, it's been frozen for the last couple of years that, you know, the themed after the movie, mm. it probably will be this year. Really? Because of, well, because the movie's oh, coming the new out. Oh, one, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm yes. excited about that. Um, well, I'll be seeing so, it. So, I know, right? I cannot wait. We'll review it on the show. So, that's what you'll see there. Um, and you can buy at both the the Grand Floridian Gingerbread House and over the Contemporary, you can buy gingerbread. You can buy little cookies and things like that that are fun to bring home as souvenirs or, you know, for gifts for friends. Those are super cute. Liza, which resort do you think has the best decorations? I mean, this is the one that is so Christmassy. You can't even get a room there during the holidays. Well, it's got to be Wilderness Lodge. Yes. I mean, it's phenomenal. Wilderness Lodge is cozy. Like, it's just, it feels warm and cozy. Like, you just got that sweatshirt out of the dryer, and it's still toasty, and it's cold in your house, and you put it on, and it's like, ah... And Uggs. You're wearing Uggs, which are hideous, hence the word Uggs. <laughs> but your feet are warm. They have so many fireplaces there. Like, there's everywhere. Like, it's the strangest resort in, in the best possible way. Because you'll go into a little area and you won't think anything of it. And there'll be, like, a comfy couch. And you'll be like, oh, there's a fireplace. Mm -hmm. So I love that part of that resort. Um, and I know it's Florida. But I do think that, you know, November, December, it's going to be chilly enough a lot of days, especially at night, that you can kind of enjoy sitting by the fire. And That's it's, it's kind of romantic in a way, you know? You, you know, remember fire. Yeah. Remember when we were there recording that one time? That yes. wasn't romantic by no. Oh oh it wasn't? I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, I, I hate I'm sorry. To, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so that resort is great. A little you know, close by, of course, you've got Fort Wilderness. And the awesome thing about Fort Wilderness is people decorate their own cabins and their campsites. And that is so much fun. Oh, and if you want a campsite, you need to get it like, I don't know, 500 as days soon in as advance. They open. I mean, as soon as you can reserve that site, get your travel agent to start to, like doing the countdown of when the 500 or 499 yeah. days. Cause that's yeah. when you have to do it. 
That's true. Anytime from October, really through February, if you can reserve a campsite 499 days out, go ahead and do it. Because, well, first of all, it's just a one night deposit, which is great. But you have a lot of snowbirds who come down, they bring their campers, and they are hardcore. They will stay there the entire winter, which frankly, I want to be those people when I'm that age because it sounds awesome. And they decorate their sites. So some of them are just like a few things. There's a couple people out there. They, they are there every year. Everyone knows who they are. And they go to town. I mean, they get the same campsite every year. It is phenomenal. So that is just part of the fun. Now, I will tell you, it used to be you could take your car and go drive through. You really can't do that anymore if you're not staying there. You're going to need to go there on a bus boat, whatever you're getting there and, you know, take an internal bus and walk around. That's what we did. Um, that, that, that keeps it a lot less congested for the people who are staying there. Yeah. So it's worth it though, to just take a little trip over there. If you have a little extra time and maybe you want to spend an afternoon looking at the extra resort Christmas things. Yeah. It's worth it. Oh, it's totally worth it. It's really fun. If we move over to the moderates and the values, I have to say my favorite value resort decorations have to be at Art of Animation. Mm. I love the retro decorations. I love the tinselly white tree and all the bright colors. That's my favorite tree probably every year. And I secretly want a white tree in my house, but I, I don't think I'm ever going to do it. But I, I love it there. So, Yeah, I never had a different color tree. My sister has a pink one. I can totally see that. Oh, yeah. It's bright pink. I want a pink tree. I'm not going to lie. I'm not looking down on a pink tree. Let me be honest. (laughs) Yep. Pink tree with like turquoise ornaments. It's really cute, actually. I love it. But I'm, I don't have that. I got my, you know, I've got the regular green tree. But um, uh, when we talk about these resorts, I mean, I would not suggest you resort hop to Art of Animation just to see the tree. Because it's really not as, you know, obviously, if you're resort hopping, you don't you don't have a lot of time when you're down there. So if you're taking an afternoon, you're probably st- sticking with the monorail resorts and the Epcot area resorts. Those are the resorts I would resort hop to to see the decorations. But if you're staying at Art or Pop, it's definitely, I mean, it's adorable. So yeah, yeah. Pop's no got offense, a Art of tree. Animation is just a little out of the way. So yeah, Pop's got a regular tree. Art of Animation Street. I I gotta agree with you. I'm looking at a picture of it because I couldn't remember. Because I but I have stayed there at Christmas, but it's super cute. And Port Orleans Street is pretty cute too, just because yeah. I'm from Louisiana and they do decorate their tree with like Mardi Gras themed ornaments, and yeah, I think that's really cute. fun. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful resort at Christmas, and I'm looking forward to seeing Coronado because. This is the first year that the tower, well, first of all, people are checking in at the tower right now, so it's got to look good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if they're ever going to move check-in, you know, for the other rooms back over to the old check-in area or not, but they're checking in at the tower. And so, you know, there's going to be a great tree. It'll probably be very classy because that whole lobby is like, you know, high end. So I want to see what that looks like. So, and I should mention that not just the resorts are decorated, but your regular restaurants are going to be decorated. That can be a plus and a minus. If you're doing, like, say you're doing that once every five-year trip and you're doing, like, family pictures, there are going to be decorations in the background, which can kind of 
in some ways they can kind of make the picture look less like I don't know like classic maybe I don't yeah know. well it's like it's it's Christmas then it's like a Christmas picture yeah. it doesn't look like a yeah. year-round picture yeah and also like even with the like the castle and on Main Street and stuff when you take your pictures you are going to have wreaths and stuff like that in the background and you know I know that a lot of people like to have that classic Disney World picture and that doesn't really give you that look, but I mean, it gives you something a little extra, but that's something to consider, you know, if you're taking family photos and things like that, that there will be like lots of decorations and stuff in the background, which can be a plus and a minus depending on your uh, point of view. We should probably talk a little bit about Disney Springs. I think the decorations over there are pretty, they're less Disney. They're very kind of grown up looking. Lots of Christmas trees over there, including the Christmas tree trail. Which, where you'll see, gosh, maybe 30 trees, they're all themed. You know, like they have, you know, Ariel trees and Bell trees and Toy Story trees. Those are super fun and it's free. You just go to Disney Springs, maybe have dinner, hang out, walk around. It's probably not super cold and enjoy the fake snow as you go through the Christmas tree trail. And there's lots of good photo opportunities there. Oh, I think the Christmas tree trail is like, it's pretty overlooked sometimes and understated. I think it is It is something that I would definitely do or suggest that you do on a trip. Um, maybe like your first night there on your check-in night. Good idea. Yeah. Like if you have a check-in day and you're not going to the park, that's because most people do go to Disney Springs and they do something down there. I think that's a great idea. If you're going to Disney Springs your first night because you're not going to the park, have a great dinner and then go down to the marketplace area and check it out. It's maybe 20, 30 minutes. There's a dance party near it, which is fun. Well, there's usually a dance party. We don't know if they'll have it this year. Spoiler, they'll have it this year. And it's just fun. So, okay. Let's go ahead and go to the parks. And we're going to do all four parks. And I think the first one we're starting with is Epcot. And since that's your favorite park, why don't you take that one? One of the things that I really loved about holidays at Epcot that I don't know what's going to happen this year is the holiday illuminations tag. I loved the special little kiss goodnight or whatever from the illuminations with the additional fireworks and all of that. With the new interim show that we're having now, I don't know what, if anything, is going to be there. So I'm hoping they'll just add extra fireworks. I would be happy with extra fireworks. Honestly, I am a cheap date. I'm easy to please. Just give me extra fireworks and I'm walking away happy. Well, I think Epcot is very understated for the holidays. You know, you don't get that in-your-face kind of decorations and everything like you get at Magic Kingdom. But you can go to the World Showcase and every single country is going to have something interesting. Yes. So the big draw here for the holidays is the Candlelight Processional. Always, every year, people love it. People want to go to it. My mom, she wants to do it every year. It's just the choir. It's the music. It's the speaker. Celebrity narrators, Celebrity. Neil Patrick Harris. MPH is always. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi. Maybe she'll have eyebrows this year. I doubt it, but maybe. Lieutenant I, Dan. Oh, I can never remember Lieutenant that guy's name. Lieutenant Dan. Gary Sinise. Everyone loves him. Like, those are the three that everyone talks about. But then I've heard, like, people like Rita Moreno. I think 
Adam said she was really good. You know, my mom ha- said Edward James almost was her her favorite. Okay, I've heard he's good too. Maybe it was from your mom. I think that's a huge draw. And just so people know, if you want to get priority seating, you have to make a reservation for dinner or for lunch or dinner. You do a candlelight processional dining package and that will get you, you know, priority entrance. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait for quite a while. There are, are there three shows a night? Okay, so you have three shows at night. You have a five o'clock, a 6.45 and an 8.15. Okay, so... If I wanted to see the Candlelight Processional, particularly for like a big name narrator like Neil Patrick Harris, I would go ahead and book one of those dining packages or I would camp out. But nobody wants to spend three hours waiting for the Candlelight Processional. For MPH, you're camping out at least three hours prior yeah. to get a seat. And the thing is like you could be waiting in this line and unless you're in the first, I don't know, I mean section of the line I mean there's no guarantees you're getting a spot right so I would yeah definitely recommend the dining package and you don't have to eat like you have to eat it you can pick out what time you want to eat but it just guarantees that you're gonna have a seat right so say for example you go at lunch you you know do via Napoli for lunch which frankly always fills up right away Mm -hmm. then you would go ahead and have the five o'clock show so some people want to go a little later. Maybe they just make an early dinner reservation. You're cutting it kind of close for dinner, I think. You're definitely not sitting around for an hour and a half eating. But yeah. it's worth it because then you go get your priority seating. You go over there and you see the show. Oh, and can I tell you this, Chris, that Pat Sajak's yes. going to do it this year? I don't want to think about it. Pat <laughs> Sajak, you guys. I'm just saying, I I wish I could get on that show. Oh my gosh, what if the the, the, the wheel, like the the letter board, and Vanna's gonna is Vanna gonna be there? I feel like he can't be there without Vanna. He can't be there without Vanna. She's gonna be like finding a vowel. <laughs> is there a letter J? Oh my gosh, or don't they hold? Does the choir hold like? Are they hold candles or, or they could hold like books? But then, like, they can flip the books over, and each could have a letter. And like a you, little placard or something? Yeah, and then you could try to solve the puzzle before the show's over. <laughs> okay, that's a great idea. So what I'd like to see is people spinning one of the wise men instead of a wheel. Yeah, it just wouldn't be funny if he landed on bankrupt. That is true. <laughs> but then you're going to feel like you're bankrupt anyway because you had to pay for that dining package. The dining packages are expensive. Just so you know, if you're doing the candlelight processional dinner package so that you can get priority seating, it's two credits on the Disney dining plan. Okay. So it's a little pricey, but I think it's worth it. Okay. And here's here's a cool thing this year. Did you know that you can go to Ale and Compass in the Yacht Club, which we love. We love Ale, Ale and Compass. You can even go to breakfast there and get a spot at the candlelight processional. Okay. So if you were going to Ale and Compass for breakfast... Would you go ahead and use those two dining credits or would you pay out of pocket? I would recommend paying out of pocket because if you're doing a breakfast, it's going to be less money that way anyway. And that's Mm -hmm. why I would just pay out of pocket. I would save my dining credits. I just would. Yeah, me too. I mean, maybe I wouldn't if I were going to like Coral Reef or Chef's because Coral Reef is like, even for lunch, it's $74. When's the last time you went to Coral Reef? 
Well, never. But if I were doing it for the time, I know, right? I'm sorry. I have not eaten there. I've it's never. one of the few places I've eat, not eaten. Chris, yeah. I have never been to Coral Reef. This is what we need to do next time. It needs to be Chris and Liza, Coral Reef, review it. We'll do it. We'll do it. And I, I'm pretty sure Bridget has gone because I think her kids like the the big aquarium and everything. I can't eat seafood while fish swim by. I'd feel too guilty. That's true. But I noticed also like Rosen Crown, $62 for a lunch. Like you can go to Rosen Crown and eat like a king for 25 bucks. Yeah. So definitely consider that, that ale and compass option. I'm telling you, I think it's fantastic. It's really so, nice in there. Their breakfast is amazing. And you're honestly, you're probably going to pay almost that much if you get the buffet. Maybe you have a mimosa. I don't know. You're having, a, they have the best breakfast. I mean, it's not Grand Floridian pancakes. Don't get me wrong, but it's pretty good. Anyway, we digress. Okay. So in addition to, we just sort of touched on it a little bit, but at all the World Showcase countries, you do have a little, you have different traditions. You can see Santa. You can do all kinds of cute little things. I'm all about a food booth at Epcot, whether it's Flower and Garden, Festival of the Arts, Food and Wine, Tell me what they do at Christmas time because they keep those food booths up. And one day it's like food and wine. And the next day, boom, there's a holiday theme. So the Festival of the Holidays in each of the countries, they have storytellers that tell their Christmas traditions in their countries from uh, what their cultures do. And they celebrate it culturally. So I think it's really fun. We've had a lot of awesome experiences that have stood out in my mind over the years. Like um, in Canada, they have people playing Canadian French music and it's holiday music and my kids love dancing to that. And they have people telling about Père Noël, I believe Père Noël, yeah. It's like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not sure if Krampus made it out anywhere. Do you know what my favorite is in the American Pavilion where they have the fight over the turkey and then somebody throws their brother-in-law out of the house. No. That's the <laughs> best one. Yeah. When they act that out, it's great. And then grandma comes out and she's a tiny bit tipsy because she had too much beer that day. That's the best Christmas. That's the American Christmas tradition. It is the American way. And, and, and you know, your uncle, he's passed out in the chair. Yeah. Why it's, is he staying here so long? Is he ever going to leave? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be two weeks. He's still here. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun, though. It really is. And I recommend that you do take some time if you're in there and not just pass by. Just, you know, hang yeah. out for a little bit and see what's going on. Maybe there's one or two countries that might pique your interest and, and you'll really have some kind of a connection with that or your kids will enjoy it. It's, it's fun. It's really they do. They do a lot. And I feel like the cast members from that country, I think that they really enjoy telling their story and what their culture does to celebrate the holidays. So it's, it's really nice. And you learn some stuff. You know, there's things you learn about what they do. It's different everywhere. So, Well, I feel like I always end up gravitating towards Germany and Norway because they seem to have like 
the most Christmassy look going on at the mm. time. Those are my favorites. But yeah, there's definitely something in every pavilion that, that you can enjoy. So. Yeah, yeah. Holiday storytellers, that's great. I love it. And you can do the cookie stroll too, where you just go and you get, is it five cookies? So you maybe want to have people with you so you don't have to eat five cookies and um, then you get a free one? Yes, you get the free one, but you have to pay. So you get a book, then you got to yeah. buy the cookie and then they give you a stamp. And once you've purchased the five cookies, then they give you a free cookie. But by then, are you even interested in that cookie? Yes. Are you? I am. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of I cookie. I think maybe. I don't know. No judgment here. I think if you had enough people. Well, okay. First of all, I'm really picky about desserts because, you know, I like to bake. So... I'm not necessarily going to eat those cookies, but I think it's fun for kids. So yeah, and and honestly, when I did see the cookies, they looked really good. Mm, I don't know. They were like sugar cookies. Did they? they were okay. Well, maybe yeah, it was I, just maybe it wasn't the cookie then. Wait, well, the black and white cookie I think looks really good. The black and white cookie from last year was good, yeah. But this I year, mean, they have a new cookie. It's a chocolate crinkle cookie. Ooh, oh. Maybe that's gluten-free. Hmm, you know, because a lot of times, a, a crinkly kind of flourless cookie, maybe. We'll have to check it out. It's got a I will center. let you know. I'll be there when it opens, um, as I always like to do. So The gingerbread cookies look cute. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, they got a linzer cookie. Oh, that might be cute. It's a new addition to the 2019 cookie stroll. Maybe they heard my complaints about last year's cookies being just kind of eh. Yeah, because it's it's a, it's got raspberry jam in the center. And you know I love raspberry. And a linzer cookie is really fun. I like those cookies. Yeah, they're adorable. I've always wanted to make them. I've never gotten around to it. Maybe this year. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's, let's move over to Hollywood studios. Now I, I love Hollywood studios. I love the architecture. I love the music. When you walk in, you get that 1930s and forties music. Oh. Fantastic. At Christmas time, it reminds me of my grandma's really, really old decorations because there are a lot of decorations from the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, all very sort of retro Santa Claus. I'm not ever going to get over the fact that Osborne Family Lights is gone. Oh, I okay. know. Just, I, I I'm can't. Not. I can't. And you know what's weird is my daughter, who's really the sweetest kid, constantly mocks me about that. I don't even know why. Maybe she's just trying to hide her feelings that she's sad too, but she always mocks me about being sad about Osborne Lights. However, the next year they came out and they had these phenomenal decorations. This park had never looked this good at Christmas in the front part of the park. They decorate around Echo Lake. They decorate the dinosaur. And it's so festive. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm actually going down on the 8th because it's the first day that everything's going to be lit up. And um, that's the one thing I'm really looking forward to. I don't expect that there will be Christmas decorations in Batu, but they will be. (laughs) Well, you know, and they don't really decorate Pandora, right? I mean, I think there's some lands where it fits in and some where it doesn't. And Toy Story Land will be decorated. It was adorable last year and it will be decorated again. And so um, I'll have lots of pictures. I'll post them on the pages. Um, But this park is phenomenal at Christmas. Of course, there will always be fun drinks. They usually have festive drinks. There will be festive cupcakes and cookies and all kinds of little tarts. You can eat to your heart's content. 
So definitely don't skip Hollywood Studios. Well, no, no one's skipping it now because I mean, they've got, you know, in fact, this year, of course, this on December 5th, what's happening? Rise of the Resistance is opening. Oh my gosh, that's right. That park's going to be a little crazy. Oh, it's so. going to be a lot crazy. I, yeah. I'm i actually excited. Once I heard about that ride, I'm excited about it. I think you'll like it. Well, you got to go on Millennium Falcon, and it wasn't that big of a – you didn't have that big of a thrill ride, but I think you liked it, right? It wasn't bad. It's just, I can appreciate it. Yeah. We'll, we'll put like a – I don't know, a wreath on it. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, didn't a big wreath on the Falcon? I don't think so. I mean, didn't Harrison Ford celebrate Christmas? Hey, there was a Star Wars Christmas special like years and years ago. I never saw it, but I've seen it referenced and I've seen like little clips of it. Well, there you go. But it was absolutely horrible, by the way. Um, (laughs) If you've seen the Star Wars Christmas special, let us know on the private Facebook group. We'd love to hear your experience and whether or not you needed therapy afterward or. (laughs) whatever how about animal kingdom why don't you take that one liza okay so actually 2019 is looking pretty jolly for animal kingdom because they are doing some new holiday overlays and entertainment and it's it seems really cool okay so the tree of life that comes alive throughout the evening which i must say fabulous projection show on that tree it really is captivating yeah it is it's just something that's worth it to go and catch it i like it way better than rivers of light but that's another show i think with the holidays i don't know what they're gonna do but it says it's going to be covered with holidays and there's new entertainment and decorations in every land in animal kingdom also, there's also Wait a minute, even Pandora? Even Pandora. Oh my gosh. Okay. I will make sure I get pictures of that if it's up when I'm there. Now, I'm only there like overnight. So. Yeah, because it might be... Okay, so they're going to have winter animals, it says. So I'm, I'm not... I don't know. I don't know, but it's going to have Spirit of the Holidays, Tree of Life. Also, they're going to have Dino Land is going to be decked out. And you can see that, you know, Dino Land. They're yeah. going to have... Um, oh, yeah. Dino Land, is, Dino Land is fun during the holidays. Yes. So in Asia, in Anandapur... They're going to have celebration of Diwali, which apparently is oh, awesome. a holiday festival of lights in India. So I think that's going to be really pretty. And and Animal Kingdom at night, I mean, just absolutely stunning. I love that. Did they do that last year? Because that sounds fun. I don't know if they did it last year. I don't remember. I know a lot of this stuff is new. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time in Animal Kingdom last year around Christmas time. I, I maybe went in that park once. So I need to make some time to go over there. I think that's a park you kind of overlook for the holidays because you sort of think, well, you know, it doesn't really fit in with the theme. But they make it fit in just like they do at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which – Honestly, some of their trees are some of the prettiest on property, I think. They're really beautiful. And so Harambe in Africa is going to have a special African celebration that's holiday inspired with, I guess, their culture and traditions, which I think is really nice. At Tusker House, they're going to have a holiday overlay. Oh, that'll be fun. I think so. That's new. That'll be awesome. Yep, it's new. And then Pandora is going to bring Christmas to the, I guess, their world in another land or wherever they are. But they're going to have kitschy holiday decor at Pongu Pongu. Are they going to have a blue Santa? 
I don't know, but it's supposed to, it, they said it's going to combine vintage pieces from Earth with mm. items that they've made on their planet. And it's all going to okay. be kind of, you know, but it's going to start November 8th, Chris. So you need to go check it out. It's new stuff. I will. I'm, I, so I only have like a day and like a day basically. And my plan is to grab Mandy and we're going to do all four parks. I don't think Ooh. I told her yet that we're doing all four hey, parks. Hey Mandy, you day. ready? Yeah. Get your, get your camera ready. We're going to get all the pictures. We'll put them up and uh, see as much as we can see so that we can share it with everyone. Okay. I think Magic Kingdom is, we save that for last because it is the most Christmas of all the parks. And of course, by now, everybody knows about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It starts on the 11th of November and goes through the 22nd of December. During November, it's on Sunday, Tuesday, and Friday nights. So the park essentially closes at 6. They're not going to ask you to leave until 7, which is when the party technically starts. And in December, they're going to add another day. And so they'll add Thursday nights. So it'll be four nights a week. That's kind of rough because if you're not going to the party, the toughest thing is, you know, the the castle lights as soon as it gets kind of dark, right? Because you won't see it otherwise. And everyone wants to see how beautiful the castle is. So... You can stay for that. And then, like I said, at 7 o'clock, you have to leave. You're not allowed to stay for the parade, for the fireworks, of course, for the rides or anything else. So you have to leave the park. If you are going to the party, you can get it at 4 o'clock, which is sort of a nice bonus for people who don't have a ticket that day. There are always treats, hot cocoa, cookies. Sometimes they'll have like an additional treat. Snow on Main Street, of course, a parade specific for the Christmas party and castle shows that are also Christmas oriented and you'll see characters in their little Christmas attire. Usually the bonus of the Christmas parties is that, or even with the Halloween parties is that the crowds are a little lower. That's not guaranteed every night, but a lot of times I think Sunday night is good. So if you're trying to have like a special experience and maybe have lower crowds, I highly recommend the parties. They are around $100. In addition, you know, they're not part of your regular ticket. So, Oh, yeah. They're worth it, though. If you're just going to knock Absolutely. out Magic Kingdom and then just see it like that, yes. oh, it's it's worth it. Yeah. And especially for people who like characters, to get to see them in their Christmas outfits, that's always fun. And I think also, I should also mention real quickly while we're talking about the party, the Christmas parade that you see at the party, after the 22nd that becomes the of December, that becomes the 3 o'clock parade, which I guess is at 2 o'clock now, right? That's what I so, hear. Yeah, that's what they told me. So that will be the daily parade. If you're there Christmas week, you're not going to miss out. You'll get to see that fantastic parade, but obviously the Christmas party ends at 22nd so that they can keep the park open later for everyone to enjoy. Magic Kingdom looks phenomenal Christmas. It is the most decorated from the huge Christmas tree in Town Square all the way down Main Street up to the castle. It will look amazing. After that, the decorations kind of depend on the land. So there are more decorations in Liberty Square than there are in Tomorrowland, for example. Mm. But there's plenty to enjoy. There will be holiday-themed dance parties and shows. It is the place to be. 
And particularly if you're there for the Christmas parade taping, which usually takes place sometime in November, you'll get to see the stars that come in for the shows. And so that can be fun, too, if you just sort of hit it right. So, so Chris, you know about this new fireworks show they're having, huh? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So do you know anything about that? Because I don't know too much about the fireworks show. It's, it's Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks. This holiday season, they say it's all new fireworks show that can be enjoyed all across the park. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, so I'll have to check that out. what does that mean? I no. don't know, but... I'll tell you one thing it means. It's wonderful because that's in the title. Yes. And it's, it's so it's much a good better title, than Mickey's though. horrible, mediocre fireworks show. <laughs> Mickey's indifferent fireworks. Nah. Just indifferent. I like that title, actually. <laughs> Minnie's wonderful Christmas time. I can hear her saying it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. To me, the biggest draw is the castle lighting. So Anna and Elsa come out. They tell a story. They decorate. It used to be Cinderella, but now it's Anna and Elsa. They decorate the castle. The lights all come on. There's nothing better than that castle with the Christmas lights on. And, you know, of course, they were putting those up in September because it takes them forever because there's so many of them. So they're amazing. And then also the overlays that they have been doing. Okay, so should we start with the worst overlay, which is the Jungle Cruise? Oh, don't even. It's so bad. I mean, you just can't put a ju- put a Santa hat on a hippo and tell me it's an overlay. <laughs> but I do think it was better last year than it had been before. And aren't they doing something over with the Tomorrowland Speedway? Oh, the Tomorrowland Speedway is getting an all-new holiday twist. That's what it says. But is that just during the party? It or says is that... it's for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Okay. So I really hope that it's more than just a couple of Christmas trees put up. Yeah. Well, and again, so we sort of touched on this with pictures. I think at Disney World, like in Disneyland, for example, they, they just go all crazy, right? They do an overlay in Small World. They do an overlay in Haunted Mansion, which if you have never seen it, you really need to get out there and see it because it's phenomenal. It will mm. blow your mind. My but at Disney, Yeah, but at Disney World, I think because it's the bigger vacation destination for people you know some people will only go there once they really want to keep it classic so that people can have the everyday experience at Haunted Mansion or on whatever attraction so Disney's a lot less likely to do overlays that involve that you know that take away from that experience but we all want those overlays right I mean we'd be happy if they just tore up the Haunted Mansion for two months of the year and, and went ahead and, you know, decorated it like they do in Disney. But not not everybody wants that, so no, which I understand. People, people are planning their trip once a year here. It's that kind of a park, and it's like, yeah. oh, well, now we can't go in September or, you know, August because they're doing this, you know. So I get it. I get why. It just kind of is sad. But this year at Space Mountain, they're having – Well, like, you know I won't see that. 
Oh, I would love to see it and review it. Oh, my gosh, if I could. Yeah. Uh, High-energy holiday tunes with lights and all kinds of stuff. So that sounds really fun. And then, of course, the Mad Tea Party becomes a Christmas party. So I'm sure you just spin to holiday music. So, I mean, it's not much, but it's something. Oh, that sounds fun. I Well, I like that. I think that would be nice. It's something. And then Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, they're going to be changing their show to to a holiday themed show. Oh, cute. I love That's that. Cute. I love Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, though. I just want, you know what I really want? I want a fun cupcake. <laughs> I want to hang out, you know, the whole thing. I just do. So yeah. I don't know. I, I love Christmas. It is really the best time of the year. Oh, it is at Disney. At Disney, if you can go, my suggestion is do it, check in, do that Christmas tree walk. It's worth it get the snow yeah. in. That'll just kick off that holiday trip. Yeah, before you get all grinchy, you know? <laughs> Alright, I want to thank everyone for joining us for a holiday show. As you can tell, we're Christmas junkies. We love it, and we hope you like it too. If you like us, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course we have the private Facebook group. And if you really like us, head on over to Main Street and More Travel and put in a quote request. We'd be more than happy to help you plan your trip. Our services are free and we would love to work with you. Good night. Ah, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.